gentian, bitterness and colour we enjoy. Gentiana lutea, the great yellow gentian, is one of the more colourful plants in the medicinal plant garden of the Royal College of Physicians of London, where this podcast is presented by Anthony Dayan, a garden fellow. It is a member of the Gentianiaceae family of about 380 species, found throughout the temperate alpine world, many in the wild, and many cultivated for their beauty and economic utility. There are annual and perennial species, ranging from short flowers to shrubs, and a few are woody trees. The European species are mainly blue, some are white, but amongst the most important for their historical use as a medicine is the Gentiana lutea with yellow flowers, although the blues are esteemed as being of equal medicinal value. The family is named after Gentius, king of Illyria, now in Albania, between about 180 to 167 BCE, a sometime ally and opponent of the growing Roman state. He is said by the early Greco-Roman physician Dioscorides to have been the first to claim medicinal properties for gentians, probably the yellow gentiana lutea, which we grow because of its herbal history. All gentians contain intensely bitter glycosides, notably gentiopicroside and swertiamarin, as well as various iridoids, xanthones, luteans, and other chemicals. The secoiridoid glycoside, amarogentin from the roots, is one of the bitterest compounds known and is used as a standard for measuring bitterness. It is this bitterness that gave the plant its reputation as an alexipharmic, i.e. a cure-all, and it was an essential ingredient in the theriacs, such as those of Mithridates and Andromachus, with their 60-plus ingredients, which were alleged to be able to cure everything from snake bite to the plague. Italians used to carry a gentian root in their pockets as an emergency first aid for fevers, ulcers, poisoning and more. The root, from which herbal medicines are made, only develops the bitter gentiopicroside after it has been dried and stored, a useful asset for a medicine. Various insects feed on gentians and their pollen, including butterflies and moths, but the plants are not eaten by farm animals. The alcan blue butterfly lays its eggs in the flowers, Gentiana pneumonanthe, where the eggs hatch, the larvae are carried by ants into the nest, where the caterpillars feed on ant larvae. Historically, there was some use of the brightly coloured xanthone and lutein pigments to dye textiles, but the main interest in the root of the plant has been to make extract as bitters, widely employed in digestives nowadays, uh, for example in Angostura bitters, and to colour liqueurs, for example, Gentiana lutea is the source of the yellow colour in the French aperitif sous. Gentians have a lengthy history of medicinal claims. Dioscorides, 
in his Materia Medica, written between about 50 and 70 AD, recommended local application of gentian root to treat sprains, wounds, and animal bites, especially those by venomous creatures, and as an abortifacient. The value of its bitter principle as a tonic to relieve tiredness in dyspepsia and to stimulate the appetite was known to him and other Greek physicians of that time, such as Galen. There are some limited experimental and clinical reports of their beneficial actions on digestion and mood. Later, herbal physicians, such as Gerard and Culpepper, repeated its value against poisonous bites. They claimed it as a purgative because of its bitterness, an observation made by Galen too, though many years before, and as an amenagogue to treat women's complaints, as a tranquilizer, and as an antelmintic. Today in Britain, it is recognized as a component of several traditional herbal medicines registered for the treatment of indigestion, sinusitis, and anxiety. In Europe, Extracts of the root of Gentiana lutea are similarly registered to treat digestive disorders. Gentians can be enjoyed even by irregular suburban gardeners for their colours and relative hardiness, and most of us can appreciate this stimulation of the appetite. However, because of their possible abortifacient action, and their low levels of certain chemicals that may damage DNA, the extracts should not be taken by the pregnant and children. The Royal College of Physicians of London and its garden, displaying almost 1,100 plants on the history and development of medicine, lie in the southeast corner of Regent's Park. During the period of social restrictions due to the pandemic, the garden and the college are closed, so the normal programme of public visits and guided tours has been cancelled. We hope they can soon be restarted. Details will be announced then on the main college website at rcplondon.ac.uk. Detailed information about the plants in the garden including a searchable database about their histories, properties and uses, is available at garden.rcplondon.ac.uk, where you will also find links to more information about the garden in podcasts, videos, publications and the programme of annual lectures. The series of podcasts about the garden and many of its plants is directly available at rcpgarden.buzzsprout.com.